Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? I hope you've had a super week. Um, Today, just before I start, we've been blackberry picking and it's one of those activities I absolutely love and I can become a little bit obsessed with. I think that perfectionist tendency tends to come in. In fact, at the end of our session today, my husband said, Deborah, there's only you that can make Blackberry in a competitive sport. And I did actually check myself a little bit. And there was a moment when we were coming back down the hill, boxes all sealed off and put in our bag, that I spotted some even bigger Blackberries, even juicier Blackberries. And there was a roll of an eye when I said, oh, no, I've just got to have those. So we had to stop and unload the bag again and pick these extra ones because I just couldn't let them go. And this probably is a bit of a theme for what I'm going to talk about today. But I just wanted to share with you, um, have you been out there yet? Do you love Blackbrim? Because it's one of those really simple pleasures in life and... We came back and we made a, well, I made a, a gorgeous crumbler blackberry crumble. Who knew that my husband, of I can't remember how many years, I know that's appalling, I forget, um, but my partner of certainly 25 years um, doesn't like blackberry and apple crumble. I didn't know that. So we had a blackberry crumble and I can't get over the joy of eating something that we picked off the bushes in the fields just a few few hours ago and it was just such a glorious day again today locally and we walked up the hill and we found this spot and I'd spotted it the day before actually with my son Oscar and I'd said we must go back so we'd gone armed with our boxes and we didn't see another soul and the spot was high on the hill above the valley and we just looked out across the valley in all directions and the bees were buzzing and it was just it was quite meditative and I just felt a real moment of gratitude actually to have that time but have that peace and and the sun on us and just going about our picking in silence but it was just such a lovely lovely moment and I do truly these days find real happiness in those moments so um yeah that was our blackberry picking today and we've got a freezer full and I'm sure I'll be out again and I find myself when I'm walking or going for a run, spotting them. And I know one year I did I always keep a little bag in my um, pocket. I have been known to empty my water bottle and fill that with blackberries as well. It's uh, perhaps a bit of an unhealthy obsession the more I'm talking about it now. 
So anyway, on to today's topic. And often when I'm planning my podcast, I think about and reflect about the week that has gone by. But actually today I'm reflecting on the week ahead because it's a big week in the Ogden household and many households around the country because Thursday the 24th, that date has been etched on our minds for a few weeks now. Thursday is actually GCSE exam results day and Interestingly enough, I said to Oscar when we were walking on Saturday, I said, how do you feel about Thursday? And he said, yeah, yeah, and sort of shrugged his shoulders. And I said, have you thought about it much? And he said, no, he said, because what's the point? There's absolutely nothing I can do about it. And I said, are you worried about it? And he said, no, I think I'll be okay. But once again, there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. And thought, well, can't we learn a lot from that? How often do we worry about things where we have, in that moment, no control over the outcome? And this made me think, because there have been times in my life when I've worried about something so much and there has been nothing I can do about it. But then there are other times when we have complete control within reason over our destiny and sometimes it's about putting the work in in the moment for a result that isn't going to come until many weeks many months even years ahead and for me this is something that I find quite difficult and I know we've talked about it on this podcast before but I do think the exams whether it's GCSEs A-levels are quite unusual in that there is so much work put in, or hopefully there was, and over a five-week period, which just needed an incredible amount of commitment and focus and resilience, yet we wouldn't see the results until a point in time in the future. And I thought, how often this happens to us. And as I say, I struggle with discipline often in that I want what's shiny now and I want that immediate gratification and I'm not great at looking at the long term and waiting and it's something that I really coach myself on. And I even have a little um, quote stuck above my laptop in my home office from Jim Rohn And I always find it fascinating about Jim Rohn, actually, because so much of more modern wisdom, whether it's Tony Robbins and some of the great personal development um, coaches, a lot of their wisdom stems from the work of Jim Rohn. And this quote goes along the lines of the we must all suffer from one of two pains the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And that's the quote that I have on my wall. But then I looked it up and it goes on to say, the difference is discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. And I just hope we are celebrating discipline on Thursday over regret 
and there is the pain of the revision, the pain of having to show up and that discipline of showing up and then waiting those three months for the results. And, you know, I'm a big believer, as you know, in living for the day and being in the moment. But it is about balance. And this made me think again, many years ago, I have a, a wonderful auntie who isn't an auntie. I'm sure you've got aunties like this. And uh, she was uh, one of my mum and dad's great friends when we were growing up and still is. And is the inspiration for my mum and dad really to move to Anglesey. We caught up with, she's my auntie Pat and her and Oscar have a great relationship and whenever we go to Anglesey she always comes over to see him and a few years ago well she often gives him some spending money as well and he'd only be maybe about six or seven and she said to him here's here's some spending money and he said oh he said um I'm going to go and spend it on some Lego. And she said, that's brilliant, Oscar. And I don't know if it was my dad said, oh, he hasn't learnt about saving yet. And she said, well, my view on life, Oscar, is that you take your £10 or £5 or whatever it is and you spend £2.50 and you save £2.50. But my goodness me, you enjoy the spending part of it. And I thought what great life advice that is. It's about enjoying the moment, but also thinking about the long-term gain. And this got me thinking about personal branding because we are expected or the benefits, to see the benefits, we need to show up every day with discipline, with consistency but you will not see the results. You might see some results very quickly and you will feel the results of showing up for yourself. And in that way, you act differently because if we have a certain thought, that impacts on how we feel. And if we feel, then that impacts on our behaviours. And therefore, if we show up consistently, we will start to see results. But from a personal brand point of view, because, of course, that is about perception and how other people perceive our brand. It's going to take six months to have the effect. And I can see people's expression, their face change when I say that, that actually they're going to have to show up and not see the results of their work for at least six months. But when you do, the, there's virtually um, a snowball effect because once you do start to see those results, they speed up and exponentially they start to um, impact on the results that you get. So, for example, you people start to notice you on social media, maybe they start to see your name maybe published on in the press, in the media. They may see that you are speaking at a number of um, events, whatever your platform may be. They may notice that you've been a guest on a podcast and then you are in their world and they may have enjoyed listening to you and they start looking for you or they may just start to notice your name and it's only when somebody says 
Have you heard of Deborah Ogden? Oh, yes. Her name's come up on social media a few times and in a few conversations at networks that you can see that all of a sudden the wheels start moving. And actually another... Um, great book is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and again he's a huge fan of Jim Rohn and he talks about an old water wheel and how the amount of effort it takes to get it moving it needs a huge amount of effort to get it off the blocks if you like but just by consistently applying the pressure and he talks about the compound effect and marginal gains, just 1% better every day, that actually, once the water wheel starts moving, it starts moving at a greater speed, and then the difficulty is actually getting it to stop once it picks up momentum. And our personal brand is exactly the same. I mentioned in last week's episode that... Um, Behind the scenes, I am working on a new programme. And this is one of the discussions we had because I said, how do I support people? Because nobody's going to sign up to a six-month programme online at the um, and be able to commit to that live every week. It's just not within our personal psychology and the cost of for me of my time would be prohibitive but what we've done is we've worked out and worked around the topic and it's still not in stone but the plan at the moment again giving you a little snippet is to have an intensive four weeks where we are looking at the mechanics of personal branding and how to pull your personal brand strategy together. So that will be an intensive four weeks of live coaching and working together. But actually the whole program will be over a six-month period and my support maybe in a lighter touch way, will continue over that six months because I recognise that for transformation, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think this is where people get frustrated. They want a quick hit. And therefore, it was important to me to hold people accountable, but to offer encouragement over that six months to keep them on track to keep them showing up until they start to see the results and this goes back as well to some of the work that James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits in that he talks about and I found a, a, a quote that I'd not really I have read before because I've read his book a couple of times but it's not one that stood out for me before but he talks about goals and he says if successful and unsuccessful people share the same goals, then the goal cannot be what differentiates the winners from the losers. It's how we show up. And this again got me thinking because he talks about making your goal your identity. So rather than being somebody 
uh, aiming to work on a fabulous personal brand and at the end of the six months have a great personal brand instead reframe that because all the way sorry all the way going through that first scenario you are looking for the results of your personal brand work but how about making it your identity to be somebody who consistently works on their personal brand and in that way in that scenario you are looking for evidence to back up the fact that you are that person so if you consistently show up on LinkedIn on a weekly basis then you are meeting your goal of being a person that works on their personal brand but we know that showing up on LinkedIn on a weekly basis will not immediately show the results. So there's a subtle difference. But when you're looking for that end goal and those end results all the time, sometimes it becomes disheartening and we lose our motivation. But by using that identity of I am a person who, you can look for that evidence. And when you find that evidence, James Clear talks about that being a vote for the person that you are becoming. And just another thing that I want to talk about here, and this is especially important, I think, when it comes to the, and relevant when it comes to the exam results, is sometimes it's not just about the outcome. Sometimes it's about showing up and giving your all. And I'm not sure I've shared this um, story on the podcast before. I've certainly shared it when I've been speaking. But again, a story concerning Oscar. But And it's a slight irony, actually, that it was talking about when he started high school. And we have two great high schools in the vicinity And we really wanted Oscar to go to um, one of the high schools. And cut a long story short, we didn't get in. We'd been assured he would do. And we're just slightly out of, well, we are within the catchment area. But that year we weren't because it was a high year. And we live very close to Honley High that he went to. And... We didn't get in at Homeforth High, which is where we wanted him to go. And I have to say, on reflection, the right result happened, but we didn't know that at the time. And we took the um, application to appeal. And Paul and I, my husband and I, did a lot of preparation. What we didn't know was that when you appeal to about... Uh, school places it's a quite formal application and there is a full panel hearing and there are other people in the room as well and we went along and my goodness we gave it our all and I think there were so many emotions in that room and by the end I was in tears because it had become such a big part of our lives that we wanted him to go to Homeforth High And this was all based on what I perceived as the ethos of the school. When we looked round, it was the feeling that I got when I'd looked round the school. And we left everything in that room because I felt it was the best option for Oscar. So you've got somebody there who is a broadcaster 
for his day job and I present for a living and we couldn't have put a better case forward. And as I walked out of that room, I felt completely spent. But in my own heart, I knew it didn't matter what the outcome was because we had shown up and given it our all and done everything we could in the situation. And the outcome was out of our control. And actually, he didn't get in at Homeforth High. And the deputy head at the time came out and spoke to us and said, if I had any control over this, I would have him in the school on your application, but I can't because we do not have the space for him. Anyway, we walked away and we knew we'd done everything we could. And isn't it funny because, as I said a couple of minutes ago, in hindsight, I think somebody was watching over us that day because he's done incredibly well at Honley High. He's been incredibly happy and he's been able to walk out of school, uh, sorry, walk out of home every day, cross the road and go to school. And he has had a very different school experience than he would have done if he'd had that place. But so often we are disappointed because we can't control the outcome. But actually we can give so much that we know we couldn't have done more. And for me, that's incredibly empowering I do hope my son has done the same with his exams. And then just a a final thought, because this isn't quite as, well, it is relevant to what we're talking about. But when I was just looking up that James Clear quote, I spotted another quote from him underneath, which said, I knew if things were going to improve, I was the one who had to take responsibility for making it happen. And I just thought that was a great way to end this podcast today because we can create the lives we want. We can take control. We can create the day we want. We just have to take responsibility for it. And yes, sometimes that can be uncomfortable. Yes, that sometimes means stepping out of our comfort zone. But we do have choices. And actually, our reality is as a result of the choices that we have made. So it may be that you're not where you want to be. And that might be because of some of the choices you have made in the past in the moment rather than thinking of the long-term impact. So this week, my challenge is for you and for me is to think about the choices we make in the moment and just ask, is my future self going to thank me for this choice? Have a super week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.